You're listening to the Purpose Driven Person Podcast. This podcast is made for leaders unwilling to give up their desires to be purpose driven. Guys, I made this show for a compass for you to have more purpose in leadership through four concepts creation, communication, collaboration, and connection in both business and in life. My name is Matthew Leland Cox. I'm the founder of Never Give Up Youth Healing Center, Never Give Up Wellness Center, and Never Give Up Foundation. You can find me at MatthewLelandCox.com. Are you ready? Well, let's do this. Welcome to the Purpose Driven Person Show. I'm Matthew Cox, your host. If you're tuning in for the first time, welcome. Hey, remember to go to our follow our Facebook, not go to, but follow, and also go to iTunes and like us, follow us on iTunes, follow us on whatever platform you uh, prefer. We're on most of the audio podcast ones out there. Hit the like button, give us a good review. And if you're just watching for the first time, welcome. So, hey, today I'm going to be talking about something just kind of out there. It was something that happened this week. I wanted to give you my experience and my spin on it. Uh, but I want to share where I think we're heading uh, as a business. Now, this show is designed in this season. I'm going to talk about all about business, economy, what's your ideas, how we can get going, how do we get back to work. So as you saw the last season, um, we talked about a lot of different things. But this season, I really want to focus on what is the need. Because you know our mental health, our wellness, all those areas, our physical health is really expand on meeting our, our hierarchy of needs, basic shelter, basic needs. And a lot of it is up in the air. We're kind of trying to feel like, hey, is it getting normal? Are we getting back to work? Is things opening up? Uh, what is going to be the curveball coming? We're waiting for the, the, the shoe to drop, as they say. Um, and so we're getting through this crazy time that we just occurred. And, and you hear this on all sorts of social media platforms. I'm, I, I don't want to beat it to death, uh, but I want to really encourage you to be careful, protect your mind, make sure you're not listening to stuff that is fear-based, uh, very opinion-driven. Uh, where it's just one-sided, you got to kind of take your time and look at what's going on. And so I wanted to talk about today, it was something that um, a friend shared with me, they were struggling in the economy right now, uh, small businesses. I'm really passionate, just like Dave Ramsey speaks about small business owners, you leaders, those that are pushing it. This was the reason I created Purpose Driven person or the purpose-driven person show it's the whole concepts are four areas communication collaboration connection and uh creation and those four areas are basically driven towards leadership because i saw that ceos big leaders doesn't matter what kind of company you lead uh whatever i i had friends that are in the state that have big huge positions principals all the different moms and dads, because you, you run a home, you run a business. That is my saying, you run a home, you run a business. And I see the stress and the burnout and the frustration a lot with leaders because um, they're having a hard time to connect. They're hitting a wall, they're hitting a ceiling. And so what I wanted to do is see how they can get the most out of their business and to reconnect to purpose. So that's why it was purpose. I, I've taught purpose over the years. And what I want to really focus on is what caused me to get the purpose uh, to the point where I knew what my purpose was. And so here's what I experienced this week. My friend asked me a question. 
He says, if you can narrow it down, um, what would it be? What is the one thing that you could teach? Big question. And I says, man, it's always been purpose. Then he challenged me again. He says, uh, too broad. Think about it. Narrow it down. If you could teach one thing about purpose, what it would be. And we went back and forth and it really thought, because we all have purpose in life. I've taught this over and over for years and years. What is purpose? But he asked me in, in, in another text, he says, how did you get to your purpose? Well, it kind of stems back and it was really interesting because it took a long time because my purpose, it was developed over time and a lot of struggle and a lot of failure. Um, if you remember, I've shared my story many times on here. Um, you know, I grew up in a small town. I came from a community that was very small. And uh, we lost my father very early on in our lives, but I found out that I had some, um, some struggles personally, which was uh, a learning disability, intellectual disability, which it, it causes my reading and writing to be less than what mainstream education would call it. So basically to sum it up, I was illiterate growing up. I read and write at a fourth grade level, still struggle doesn't go away. I've just learned to manage. I've learned to navigate. I've learned to use it and, and figure out my superpower beyond that, that uh, elimination or limit limiting factor that I've struggled. So I had to recognize. And so we came up with these three things and I want to share them with you because I thought they were pretty insightful. So when I finally figured out my superpower, I had to come up with the first one, which was I had to recognize it. I had to recognize and own that I was broken. I had to accept it. And what I mean by broken is that I wasn't going to fix this intellectual disability as much as I tried in my early years. A lot of frustrations, a lot of anger. Why me? Why can't I read just like everybody else? A lot of shame, guilt, and, and all that. And so I dealt with it. Um, dealt with all sorts of, um, uh, you know, being treated different when I'd go out for jobs or if I was in a job, um, I, I would supervisors would, you know, Hey, you can't do that. So you're not going to be able to do it. Um, so I had to learn to get around it, but I had to recognize, I had to say, Hey, this is who I am. And this is what's going to be my strength. And I, and, and I, when I went to business school, I had to recognize where my strength was and it wasn't going to be, uh, writing papers, writing programs, writing research. It was helping to share concepts, teach, inspire, motivate, and lead. Um, so I, I figured that out early on when I uh, first got teaching. Um, I think it, it was, um, yeah, it was when I was 20, 23, I had, an, I had the opportunity to do, do speaking. Um, and I learned this in college. I learned that, hey, I was really gravitated to speak. Um, I loved speaking. I was the top of my public speaking class. Um, I figured out my superpower was to get up and teach, teach concepts. I have the ability to read a book and really grasp the concept and know how to teach it in the way that everybody can get it. So I had to refocus and that's number two on this. So first one is recognize, accept, refocus is number two. I had to refocus what my um, expectation of myself was and what the expectation of the, the world sees it. 
So through institutions, through everything, the expectation is, hey, get a good education, get good grades. Well, those were things I struggled and it wasn't in my wheelhouse, but I was, I refocused and said, hey, my gift is ideas, taking risk. I was a risk taker. So I would start up things. I would gather people together, say, hey, I have this idea and I could get people to get motivating them to get to that next level. And then what I learned to do, even though in college, I learned that, hey, this was my weakness. What the number three was, I surround them. I surrounded the right people around me. So surrounding or reinforce. Um, so I would take it and I'd say, hey, I'm, I'm really weak in mathematics. I'd find the smartest person in the classroom and we would become friends. I would say, hey, what can I do to help you? And uh, it had to be a, a symbiotic relationship. It couldn't just be one way. And usually we'd end up helping each other. He had a class that was, he was weak at, and I had a class I was weak at, or she, and, and it, it ended up being a, a good trade-off that we both got our needs met, but it was also, it, it became a friendship too throughout the, the college experience. So again, I wanted to repeat these because there's a reason I'm sharing this. It was interesting because when I was asked that, how does that apply to business? How does that apply to life? Well, you have to sometimes recognize. And I was having this, this conversation with um, a foster child that um, had, had been adopted and he was struggling. And I says, you know, you have to recognize what is the struggle. And the struggle is being accepted and, and asking why, right? And that was my struggle, just like his struggle was, why did they not love me? Why did they abandon me? And why did, could I not read? Why can I not do everything everybody else can do when it comes to intellectual stuff, um, reading and writing? And so we, had to, we have to connect the, we keep asking why instead of what. What can I do? What is my strength? What was the reason behind me being uh, given up for adoption and having the empathy or the insight and realizing coming to, uh, to an understanding that there's a reason for everything. And Viktor Frankl, he wrote a book called Man's Search for Meaning. He says, you know, in adversity, if you can find meaning, it pushes you to that next level. And just like we experienced in this last year, what is the meaning behind? How do we look at it? Can we come back stronger and set up things even more if we recognize, yes, we were not prepared for this. Yes, there is a lot of improvement that needs to be made and refocus as, as a community, as people and come together, not apart. Don't let them tear you apart. We've worked so hard for so many, uh, for so many decades to come together and we don't need to be torn apart again. And so it's refocusing in a healthy way it's also reinforcing why. So reinforcing because it's the greater good for our children. It's the greater good for everything that we have stand for and that we're continuing because there's always going to be bad and good, right or wrong, but we have to decide how do we get both understandings? How do we recognize, hey, yeah, that shouldn't have happened. But where do we stand? Where do, what side do we get on the bandwagon? Or do we say, no, 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 no. That's not what I, I'm going to teach my children kindness. I'm going to teach my 
children love, and I'm going to teach my children how to deal with adversity in a healthy way, not create a, a dialogue or a narrative that pulls people apart. And so that's where I went with this because I it was really interesting when he talked about purpose. Purpose is really a broad statement. What is your purpose? Because it might change as you get older. Could have been something different when you were younger. You didn't have purpose. And purpose is, is a very loose word that's used a lot to find your meaning in life and what you're good at, your passion. So purpose is passion. And how do you how do you define passion? Passion is just something you get excited. What gets you out of bed every day when you hit the ground? Is it your family? You could be passionate about just being a mom or a dad. You can be passionate about being a, a bus driver because you love working with the kids. Passion and purpose doesn't equal money, guys. It's what drives you every day. People get that so confused because we're so corrupted in our heads with the social media with the people with the fancy cars, the YouTubers, get out of your YouTube. That is a life that only the one lucky percenters, it's like winning the lottery. And you got to understand that uh, so many people have these books. Oh, become this, become that, TikTok, this, that. And at the end of the day, time goes by and you've lost so much time to enjoy what you have in front of you. So I wanted to, that was just interesting. It happened this week. I wanted to share that. Um, so the three things again is to recognize focus and to reinforce, um, or you can even go recognize focus and surround. I, I always love proximity, put good people around you that love you, believe in you, see your vision and are okay that you're a human being. This is the one thing I've learned. Those you surround that those that believe in you, even though when you have moments of weaknesses and you go into bad behavior, sometimes like say, if you do things, they've truly got to care about you enough that they're going to tell you you have a booger in your nose and your fly is down. Those are true friends. And I'll remind you of this. And this is a friend that taught me this. I, I give him credit, Mr. Dean Nixon. Thank you so much for being a good mentor. Um, he, he doesn't feel it, but I learned a lot from him and I'm grateful. Um, but at the end of the day, he taught, you know, hey, booger in your nose and fly down. It's hard when you teach those concepts, but it's hard when you humble yourself and believe in them. And um, that's one of my superpowers I really have been grateful for that I've been blessed with is that when I'm, I'm wrong, I might be stubborn. But if you come with me, if you come towards me with kindness, I, 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 I self-correct very quickly and it's taken years. And I, I feel that that's the gift. I was telling this young man yesterday, um, I had to re, 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 um, realize or refocus that my disability of learning disability is a gift. And it sounds weird if you're listening. Why would that be a gift, Matt? Well, it, it's a gift in a sense of keeping me humble helping me to ask for help and realize I can't do everything. My superpower is different than somebody else's. I can't be everything. I think sometimes when people feel they have all gifts and they go into things, we call that a different word in my field, but not one person can do everything. Not one person is good at everything. Um, the way we're designed as human beings, we're really good at one thing, we're so good at some things, 
and we're not so good at a lot of things. And so what is that one thing? What are the some things I'm good at? What can I delegate to elevate? Um, I'm a good parent, but I'm not good at everything as a parent. My wife is a great, great money manager. I'm a free spirit and I love to spend money. I don't look at money as, oh my gosh, I, I just know that it's there. I'm good if I'm I'm take if everything's paid. I because I grew up in a way that um, I, I'm grateful for what I have because we didn't have a lot growing up. And so I, I'm pretty easy to, to be content with very little. And so it, it's a different thing. And my wife grew up the same way. And she just, she's amazing on doing those things. That's her strength. And she's a great mom. And so those strengths. So I always try to help add a little piece into this for families as well. Because again, if you're mom and dad, you're running a business because you're motivating your employees, which are your children in a healthy way. You're, you know, what I mean by that is responsibility. You're teaching them soft skills, hard skills. You're teaching them to solve problems. You're teaching them to communicate. That's what I mean by that. Cause it's, it's a really important, that's where they learn it by the time they get into the workforce. Uh, we're, we're either trying to catch up as their employers, if they didn't get taught that in the home, um, because that's where it's so important. Everything has a ripple. And so if that wasn't taught in the home, it's going to be to be hard to be taught in when they get into that age and get their first job. I was grateful for my father. He taught me very closely. He would take me to work. He would show me how to do chores. My mom led by example. And I just encourage you guys continue to find whatever your purpose is so that you can connect, communicate, create, and collaborate in any sphere that you are. If you're a business owner, mom, dad, leader, have that so you can have purpose in it. But most important, find the passion and take a moment to step back, even though it's been tough, even though we've had some hard times these last two years, let's step back and take a breath and be grateful for where we're at and come together, come together and work together and be together. Uh, we, this is what we need right now as a community, as a country and as an individual is we need each other. We do not need to be divided. Take care. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Like it, share it, go to iTunes, give, give us a review. And um, also just let us know how we can best serve you and topics you want to hear. So this was something I just got. It hit me hard during the week. I wanted to share it with you. I hope it moves you to the next level. Until next time, I'm Matthew Cox, your host, and you're listening to the Purpose Driven Person Show. See you later. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Purpose Driven Person Podcast. Something I said today resonated with you. Head over to my website. I would love to give you a free gift to download, but you can also email me at purposedrivenperson at gmail.com. And don't forget to head over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And remember, guys, always continue to push your dreams and never give up. I'll see you next time. Take care.